Welcome to the MMB Lifestyle Podcast, a lifestyle podcast where we learn about, share, and discuss topics around health, fitness, and personal development. My name is Mundia, and I will be your host. Hello, listeners, and welcome to today's episode of the MMB Lifestyle Podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different. I have a guest. And my first guest is the founder and head coach of JFP Athletics and Basel Outdoor Bootcamp. He is also the co-founder of Your Basel Training and the founder of JFP Academy, Ring and Motivational Speaker. His bodybuilding accomplishments include various IFBB classic bodybuilding um, titles the most noted being um, the IFBB Top 10 Mr. Olympia Amateur in San Marino. Now, he is also my coach, and I would like to welcome to the show Coach Fabri. Welcome, Fabri. Thank you for having me here. It's an honor. It is my absolute pleasure to be interviewing you. And just to share a little bit about the backstory of how Fabri and I met. So we met through a mutual friend who knew that after I had my second daughter, six months after I was looking to get back onto the health and fitness trail. And um, she actually pointed me to him uh, on Instagram and I reached out to him. That was about two and a half years later or so. And the rest is pretty much history. And here we are today. Now, do you want to tell us a little bit more about where you're from? Well, um, where I'm from is actually um, with two answers to to be seen. I'm actually born in Peru, in Cusco, a village uh, up in the Anden. But I went here to Switzerland with my family when I was four years old. So actually, I consider myself to be more Swiss than Peruvian. But of course, I like the food, I like to go there to uh, visit the people there, my family. But yeah, I'm actually more, more from Basel, I would say. Okay. And just going back to your bio and accomplishment, it is quite impressive. And this might be a bit of a challenge for you to answer. But if you could describe yourself in one word, what word would that be and why? Tough, tough question. Um, I would say the word would be persistence. Persistence has been um, actually a goal of mine because when I started with bodybuilding, or even my career as a coach, I was uh, lacking of persistence. I was lacking of self-confidence like many young people do. So it built up during my, my prep, my first competitions, and also the first years as a coach because you, are, you have always self-doubts, you have always up and downs, you have losses, you have wins, victories. And um, the more you get persistence, the more you have... Uh, long-term vision of what you want to accomplish and this is actually what I learned a lot of my sport. That's great and clearly fitness and bodybuilding is your passion and I want to know with the COVID-19 situation we saw globally a shake-up in all industries and I want to focus now on the fitness and personal training industry. How did it impact you as a coach and business owner and how did you respond to it? Well, it's a tough question because, um, like you said, as a, as a coach, business owner, and also human, which I am also am. <laughs> Don't forget that he yeah. is human, my friend. <laughs> so to, to be totally honest, and this is one, um, one um, 
thing I humbly try to be better at it every day, to be honest and truthful. I actually was a little bit scared to a, to a certain degree because no one knew at the time COVID-19 uh, came out what will happen. So I concentrated myself to being a better coach and a better businessman because otherwise I would just be scared like most people were and most people still are. So as a coach, I just concentrated on my knowledge and my my um, understanding on how much we can actually do in a certain crisis. So uh, me as a coach, I just went out to help people, to help outside the, the fitness area. I also motivated my coaches, which I uh, which I trained them to be coaches, that they do the same thing, you know, like subscribe to uh, Facebook groups, um, like offering help for all the people to go and do groceries and every stuff. And I think I also wrote you like, "Hey, listen, don't be, don't be uh, scared. Yeah, you Just did try. actually. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I overcame my my fear when uh, I searched for a good strategy and also a good solution. What could we do? And in the end, as a business owner, of course, I mean, COVID nineteen has affected also my brother. He's working. He has a restaurant and uh, two bars. So uh, yeah." the whole economy is collapsing this is this is not an easy task to to uh, face but in the end we we try our best to be better people better coaches better business owners so me i i try to reinvent my business actually in the in the during the crisis and uh, we actually did quite a good job we accomplished a lot i, I learned a lot more about certain people so yeah, I took I took everything I could and uh, turned it to a good thing. And just going back to to your role as the coach, do you remember the first client you had and how you felt training them? Oh, it must have been a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> how long ago was that? It's actually a funny story because um, I discovered my talent to sell, which uh, which I uh, do now instruct young trainers to do better. I discovered my talent to sell quite early. So the first client I had for personal training was also the first client I met coming into the fitness studio when I was like 21 years old. Okay. Came to the fitness studio to just do a membership for a normal fitness fitness membership for one year. So I was I was seeing his his goal won't be accomplished just by coming two, three times a week, just eating uh, whatever a uh, healthy lifestyle means and training just like a program everyone other has. So I offered him, hey, listen, I could take care of uh, you more. Yeah. What about personal training? And the funny thing is he shaped me in a certain way because what I didn't know at this certain moment is uh, was he was also a business business owner, he was an entrepreneur. He was a young man. He uh, built up his uh, company like one and a half year ago. So he was still like in the fire of of, of um, starting everything of a startup actually. So what I took from him was uh, the good confidence that it's actually doable. It's actually accomplishable. So yeah, this was my first client. Which year? 2000 and I think 9, 2010. Wow. So almost 10, 11 years later, you've come a long way. And what type of clients do you typically train? 
Well, I would say athletes typically would would be the answer, athletes. But then you have to specify what's an athlete. I mean, is an athlete someone who actually goes uh, on competitions or is an athlete actually someone who has just goals which are a little bit more um, more to achieve for, uh, harder to achieve for a few people, you know? So I, I tend to answer it with athletes, but I train business people. I, I train also health, uh, accomplishing people with uh, certain problems, heart problems, like blood sugar problems or whatever. So I train actually, I, I just I just love to train disciplined and uh, focused people. I would say that. Okay. And, and as a coach, what is the most fulfilling uh, part of your role or job that you do? What gives you the most fulfillment? If you can, you know, pin it down to one thing, what would it be? Well, I, I want, I don't want to, uh, to make too big compliments here, but actually the, 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 the moment you you're sitting next to me and doing this podcast, this is a fulfilling, uh, oh. moment. No, no, just, <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, just, 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 uh, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, I'm listening. The thing, the thing is when you are a coach, so my understanding is, you are not just helping people to reach the goals. You are helping people to discover themselves, to discover their potential, and see it. Not that, not just not just that you see it, so that that they believe in themselves. So when you came, like you said, you came with a total different goal. Two years later, you became a coach. You became a very good coach, and uh, now we are here doing your podcast. So these these little things which are out of the box, which my Clients a lot, um, a lot of them do like they change careers or like they change the lifestyle or like they they get so much uh, outside of the fitness uh, area. This is actually what fulfills me because I'm also a little bit more than just fitness. I yeah. discovered mm -hmm. myself. That's absolutely great to hear, and thank you so much for for the compliment. I can only echo that back to yourself. And now with all those you know compliments and nice words. What is the most challenging part about being a coach on the flip side? Oh man, <laughs> being a coach, which is actually just, um, it's actually the most challenging part is being a coach. <laughs> <laughs> being a coach is challenging. Yeah, yeah because it, it, it acquires a lot of discipline. And uh, like I said, I didn't have it in the beginning and I'm actually lacking uh, 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 sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to be a coach because you are uh, consistently being a role model you're you're consistently being um hold um to a certain degree to people measure you so people measure your your uh, your success all day every day and do you feel sometimes that you're you can't make mistakes or well, i had i had that in mind especially when when you when you come from bodybuilding or or still i am i am still a bodybuilder you you try to achieve perfection, and uh, yeah, I, I tend that to to do nothing wrong is the best way. But actually, the best way is to do a lot, and sometimes it's the wrong thing, and you just learn from it. So, I would say the most challenging thing to round things up here is being every day a, a little bit better than you used to be yesterday, which is actually a very very. Um, inspiring sentence i'm actually learning right now right now just always better myself every day so this is the most challenging part because you could easily be 
you know, every day a little bit lazier than the day before. So this is not a big deal, but in a year you have accomplished a lot of negative, you know, so better yourself every day a little bit more is actually doable for everyone. And it's not so hard, but it's challenging. And I want to just jump in here and share a little story. So I remember when I was prepping for my first natural bodybuilding show, this was uh, last year in October. So October of 2019. And I remember one of the final training sessions close to the, it was, I think it was the last training session before show day. And I was like, Oh, yeah, I was I still feeling good, but I was depleted. I was like kind of tired <laughs> and kind of ready to excited, but also tired to like get over the prep and kind of see this final moment. And I remember coming over and Fabi and I having this conversation after training. And there was something that you shared with me about, you know, as you mentioned, about being persistent <laughs> and working toward what you want that really stuck with me. And for me, that was really a moment, uh, yeah, you know, I, when I you're at you that get, point. I think you got mad at this moment. Yeah, I remember I was, that For me, I was a little well. bit mad at the moment, but just reflecting on that, you know, it was exactly what I wanted to hear at that time. And sometimes, I think even as a coach, sometimes you have to tell your the people that you coach, not always things that they want to hear. You know, you've got to be able to tell them the truth and you've got to be able to help them grow and sometimes you have to remove yourself a little bit from that, you know, um, from that only saying, you know, the good things. You've got to be able to really hold them accountable to certain things. And I really appreciated that about you that day, which made the last two days of prep really fun. And show day was absolutely incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and, sorry, just go on. You want to no, no, it? no. It's, it's, I, I, I remember <laughs> it like it would be yesterday. You, you hated me on that I day. Know. I remember that. I think I even cried. <laughs> yeah, you, you did. You, you remember it well. Yeah. You know, this would be also a challenging thing uh, to be a coach because there is also a very, um, a very common theme about coaches, young coaches for, uh, for, as a matter of fact, uh, tend to do that more often than older coaches, is to lie um, for a short-term um, good feeling, you know, like when the, when the athlete or the client is not going well, not going in the right direction, you lie to not hurt the feelings of the client and of the athlete. So a short, short-term solution would be that, but I think always long-term. And um, long-term would it be that you remember yourself during this phase and you wouldn't be satisfied remembering like, hmm, you could have done 10% more effort in it. You have, you have done like not everything. You didn't give everything. So maybe you were third in, or, or in your case, seconds, which you deserved and you deserved for, and as uh, on my opinion, even the first place, but you, you did know, like, like, like Arnold said, you didn't let no stone unturned. So this is for a life experience, more worthful than uh, just, Hey, you look good and actually you don't look good or, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It was valuable information and valuable coaching that I would take with me you know, till, till the end of my days, you know, so I really appreciated that. Thanks a lot. It was a little bit tough to take at that time, to be honest, <laughs> like I said, but you know, in hindsight, when one reflects on, on things that are said, especially if it's with the, the goal of helping you to be better and to achieve more, you know, it, it's kind of good to reflect afterwards on that. And just moving on to, to the next topic, you know, is there somebody in particular who inspires you maybe not only on a daily basis, but just generally somebody whose behavior that you like to, to role model? Oh, all the time. Actually, actually you, even the athletes oh. I train. <laughs> no, the, the thing is we, we have, we have, I think lost a little bit the, the, 
the um, talent to be humble, you know. We try to have a lot of idealistic, like idols of Arnold, for example, is a big idol of mine. But actually he has also a lot of character flaws, which I wouldn't like to copy, you know. So I, I, I like people who had success or have success, but actually also have fulfillment in their lives. So when I see certain character traits, I just wonder, hmm, how did that get till there? You know, so um, what I'm now uh, more concentrating concentrating my time is on learning how to um, train and coach younger people because I th- I found out that when you have kids, I mean, you know, you know exactly yeah, what I'm talking. Yeah, I have talking. two girls. <laughs> two when girls. when they mirror you, they are not just copying you. They are like like playing after your ideal so how is mother okay i want to be like mother i don't want to be mother it's not a monkey i want to be like her so i want to copy everything i can but not just be her yeah so basically you're are you saying take certain character traits that you see in people that inspire you i mean i mean we are we are actually really very easy to measure we we are measured of our behaviors of our behaving not of 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 what we say So yeah, I could I could uh, put a long list of ideals. Um, Mark Twain's, for example, a good a good person, which I'm uh, I'm reading his books again. Or uh, last time I read uh, again the Animal Farm of uh, Dostoevsky. So this is this is interesting to see different perspectives, different people. But it doesn't it doesn't stop there when we try to idolize people which accomplished a lot. I mean, I idolize my father and he didn't get like president or something like that. But there are so much good people and so much good characters in, in people. So we could we could learn from everyone. And actually that you mentioned that I think even as children, typically the first role models that we look up to are our parents, right? So mm. they didn't necessarily, you know, to us, they are our heroes, full stop. <laughs> Usually, at least, you know, and despite even if they're not, you know, you said the president or whatever, they are our first role, kind of role models that we encounter in life. And um, just kind of shifting on to uh, a different area, very often, you know, we hope to learn from our experiences or what we may define as uh, mistakes. And do you have an experience where you feel you perhaps maybe failed or learned from it? And when I say failed here... You know, failure to me, actually, I always have this abbreviation. It just stands for first attempt in learning. You know, it's a learning experience. So do you have any experience where you feel um, that was maybe negative that you learned from? And what did you learn from it? It's a, it's a tough question. <laughs> it's a tough question. Let me. Maybe think. I should have given you a bit more time to think no, about no, it. <laughs> no, no, I, I have it, but I, I just... Uh, I want to be very careful about what I say. Okay. You know, because when, when you learn from failures, you actually learn from failures in cost of uh, hurting feelings of other people. So I, I I learned the most valuable lessons I learned is hurting people, which sounds ridiculous because who wants to hurt people to learn something? <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to hurt anyone. Yeah, but, <laughs> well, at but least it, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, well, in, in this case, I, I heard a lot of people like emotionally, but not with the intention of hurting. Ah, you mean you hurt people emotionally? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, I got so it. The most, valu- <laughs> the most valuable um, message I could give is, again, be humble, be honest as much as you can, and just drive forward to be better every day. Because when you when you 
work with so, so many people like uh, like I do with, as a coach, you get to in you 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 get in a certain emotion to um, do every bidding of every client and to change yourself to that clients like you, or for example to not offend them or to not uh, make them sad or whatever. So you are losing yourself in a bit. So the, the most valuable um, message I got was don't lie, not even from the beginning or even just risk to offend or hurt people because in the short term it hurts, but in the long term they respect you and also you respect yourself. Especially if it's the truth and it's coming, you know, from a, from a place of where you want somebody to have real growth. Yeah. And I didn't tend to do that. You know, I, I didn't tend to do that. Like from the beginning on, I was like more scared of, Oh, don't hurt people. This was my, my credo, you know, I want, I didn't want to hurt people. So I lied. I lied, for example, in the stupidest, uh, smallest things that, that that's what I didn't want to go in detail, but it comes, you know, it, it's easy to lie it's exactly as, as it is uh, to invent uh, just thoughts. No one can prove you wrong at that, at that moment, but suddenly it will come out and then, then you heard it a lot, a lot of people more, you know, so this was, this was my advice I can give you. Okay. So the MMB lifestyle purpose is about connecting, inspiring and empowering people to live more fulfilled lives. Now, with that in mind, do you think about the impact that you want to have on people's lives or what it is that you would like to be remembered for? Or do you want nobody to remember you? <laughs> what, is, what is it that you want to be remembered for? I think what you seek, you will find during your life without any effort because you are a person which you, I already uh, saw it the first time I met you. You are mo you're a mother, but you're not just a mother. You want to be a good mother. You're not just a wife. You want to be a good wife. You want to be a good employee. You want now to be a good coach. So people will remember you even if it's not on purpose. And And my purpose was always to just have a value of existing. It sounds weird, but I was just thinking, okay, wait, wait a minute. How can I be thankful to my parents? They bring me here to Switzerland. Uh, it would be disrespectful if I waste my time here or if I waste my chances. So this was the first thing what I was attending to do. But nowadays I have the luxury of doing my dream job um, and also to earn my money with 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 ridiculously easy um, methods, like exactly, I, I do what I love, which is not not really something everyone can do. So what I want to do for people to remember me is actually to show them a way, which sounds again okay, a little bit stereotypically for a coach, but uh, to, 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 to find a way to um, get more responsibilities, to get more of your time, to get more of your life and... Don't seek easier lives. Don't seek just to be happy, just to be a little bit more driven to help people. You know, this is this is what I would like to be remembered of. That's great. And kind of like going towards the end of our of this interview today, I want to ask you a question which is a little bit out of what we've been talking about so far. Sure, sure. Now, if you only had 24 hours to live, there's a big clock. And they're about to set the timer and it says 24 hours. What would you do with those 24 hours? Spend it with my family, go out with my dog, make a good workout, eat a good dinner and go to sleep. 
That sounds pretty awesome. And I have to tell you that Fabri has an amazing dog, a boxer by the name of Jessie. I believe Jessie even has her own Instagram page. Yeah. Do you want to give a shout out to Jessie's Instagram page? Well, I have to I have to uh, re-update her Instagram page, but it would be Jessie the Boxer. Jessie the Boxer. So all of you listeners, go to Instagram and follow <laughs> Jessie the Boxer. She's the cutest thing ever. And finally, Fabri, where can people go to find you if they're interested in coaching, training, or any other services that you offer? Well, now that you mentioned it, I have to renew my my website. <laughs> and so the the easiest way to get in contact with me would be via Instagram in one word JFP Athletics or also LinkedIn which I have to watch <laughs> with my name yeah Jose Fabrizio Pelas which is actually my name but you can call me Fabri and yeah you you can just write me an email or write me an Instagram when you when you look for me, you 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 find me. It's like biblical. Look for me, and you will find me. Okay. And is there a connection between? I believe there is, of course, between your name and the name of uh, your company. Oh, you found out. What is the connection there? Well, the funny thing is, I remember I was eighteen years old. I just wanted to do T-shirts because I I didn't like to wear T-shirts from H and M or Nike. You know, a little bit egocentric, egomaniac. I wanted to do my own brand for t-shirts just only for t-shirts so i thought and thought and just it came like jfp this is my initials um sound like jfk you know so it's it sounds good so i just said okay what's what's what can i do with that it's my it's my name jose fabrizio pelades jfp but what i found out which worked out perfectly for the next 15 years is uh, it's it means just feel powerful so my my philosophy of whatever I do in business or sports or personal personal development is just believe in yourself. Just believe in yourself. Trust your gut. Trust the people you know around you, and just feel powerful to do things. You know, to start somewhere. Not not. It doesn't have to be in the top of the mountain. You can start with one step. Just don't be like you were yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Fabri, for taking the time to be interviewed on the podcast and being the very first guest. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and just feel powerful. You have been listening to the MMB Lifestyle Podcast. For more, please visit mmblifestyle.com or you can also follow the MMB Lifestyle Instagram page at mmb.lifestyle.